1: Today is draft day for the Draft Club on Spike Week. Not only is it draft day, but today is a massive day. We have released all of the Spike Week tools currently over at spikeweek.com. So if you're looking for a best ball product that is unlike any other that will track your team, give you how many st- what your stack percentage is per game in week 17, that is what we are bringing to you at Spike Week. And we'll talk a little bit more about this. But before that, let's get into the intro. <laughs> Omar. Omar says it's his first ever live stream. Let's get it. Let's get it. Indeed. We are in the precipice of a gigantic day for spike week. We are releasing the tools. Eric Bainfor unfortunately cannot be here for the draft show tonight because he is dealing with all of the um, things that come along with launching a massive product like this to all of uh, all of you, honestly. And we'd like to thank all of you for consuming all the content, jumping in the discord, over the last few months you know however long it's been this has been a year in the making this is something that eric has really been putting most of his time into to get products like this out and i'm gonna be honest the price point on this is bananas like the fact that we are only charging 25 dollars for this is like crazy you're getting a tracker you're getting all these tools that i don't even think some people that are outside of best ball would have thought like if you didn't have people like Eric byme for within the community grinding this because he's a grinder like us right he grinds best ball tournaments so him grinding he knows what we need in order to be successful and I think he's put together a lot of those tools and I just wanted to give a big kudos to him I like to bust Eric balls quite a bit but he has been working behind the scenes tirelessly to get this stuff out uh Jake says cheers. What's going on Jake? And let me bring in our buddy Silas. What's up, here? man? Not much, just talking about this crazy big day that we have at Spike Week
2: and how yeah, uh, exciting man. it is. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I mean, I I like probably everybody else probably been fangirling the drop, like just waiting. Kind of, <laughs> I I keep checking the Discord to see, you know, when when Eric's going to make it live and um uh, told you before this I played golf but came back saw that it dropped and I was like oh my god let's go
1: right yeah it's it's so awesome um so if you're not sure about getting the the product what I would say is first of all jump in the discord if you're not already in there see how much knowledge that Eric and everybody that's worked towards this brings into it and uh just give it a give a shot we're not going to sit here and plug this all day every day on every show but today's a little bit special where it's the drop day for this. So we'll uh, reference it here and there. But today, for about five minutes before we get into the draft, because I'm going to be honest, the Celtics are playing tonight. And uh, we need to sweat our home team, the Boston yep. Celtics.
2: Yes, sir. And,
1: and watch them beat Golden State tonight. So
2: I need them to win because I, I need to fund my best ball teams. I have have an extraordinary amount of money on them. So it would be nice if I I wouldn't have to pay.
1: Well, that would be quite sweet. So before that, I just wanted to hit on a couple guys that are going to possibly be playoff or tournament winners this year. And I had our team put Travis Kelsey on the cover thumbnail for this for a reason because – I was pretty out on Travis, not out. I don't want to say I was out on Travis Kelsey, you know, like in February March. But I was down on the Chiefs as a whole. And I am reinvigorated with the Chiefs. I don't know about you. I think this Tyreek Hill trade, losing Tyreek Hill is never a great thing for a team, right? Like what he brings to the table. Of course. But what that's going to do to Travis Kelsey, because he's not surrounded by complete bums. I think he has a good cast around him. And I think it's just going to elevate him to this level if he's still able to do it. And I'm going to be honest, I think for his position at his age, he should be fine. To be perfectly honest. So you're able to get him towards the back end of the first round. And something I found interesting, I think I was talking to Eric about this. And we brought up, like, which guy can you draft early from the tail end of the first round to make a unique build sort of like he did with Overzet with Devonte Adams last year. Yep. and I was talking about Stefan Diggs, which I still think is viable. And I think he mentioned Travis Kelsey, and mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't think about it at the time. I was like, oh, that makes a ton of sense. It's the same idea. You're able to get him early. He's a guy that we actually like in the first round, and you can just build a completely different team than everybody else that has a Travis Kelsey team.
2: Yeah, no, and I mean, kind of think about the tight end landscape, right? Like Mark Andrews is a totally different player with Lamar Jackson than what we saw, and we're kind of drafting him at his ceiling with what he showed with Tyler Huntley. Then you add in the tight end three with Pitts, and we're just – hoping he he moves into that upper echelon. Like, he wasn't great last year, you know? And then Kittle, he has his own injury issues. And then Waller has uh, Devontae Adams in town. Like, Kelsey's the only one that should be drafted as high as he is. And he might even be a steal at 12. Like, he could – like, he's definitely top three in, in tight end premium. But, like, he might be top five. You know, he might be used like a full-on wide receiver.
1: Right. Is there is there any other guys that jump out to you that could be potential tournament winners here?
2: Yeah. So to start, I mean, there's definitely suspension concerns, but, you know, Kamara, Cook, um, you know, you're getting them at a significant discount. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, with that, you know, they could potentially be, you know, tournament winners far past ADP. Um, And then, uh, you know, T Higgins. Um, jumps out at me, you know. What happens if Jamar Chase goes down and T. Higgins truly provides that wide receiver one season? Like you know, you're getting him at that two three turn. He might be, you know, could could produce the top three season that we're expecting Chase will.
1: I can, I honestly see it. I'm I can't have that happen because then, <laughs> then I, I will be poor. So. Because I think everyone already knows that I am taking a big stance on Jamar Chase as of the moment. Yep. Um, so if that happens, I am going to be poor and asking him to come live at Silas's house at the end of <laughs> at the end of best ball season. I also like that I can wear these sunglasses on a stream now and it just it's there's no reaction from anybody. This is just this is just what happens now. So
2: <laughs> it, it it did cross my mind but at the same time. i was just like, whatever. Yeah, um, just
1: what I do. I did.
2: I did want to bring up uh, other potential, uh, you know, tournament winners. Uh, Trey yeah. Lance. You know, you're getting him in the eighth, ninth round. Uh, <laughs> could be the overall QB one. This is a good day. This is
1: a monumental <laughs> day. And for this monumental day, you need to go and inject that negativity out there of trey lance and i don't understand why i'll, I'll also this.
2: throw out uh daniel jones um you know with with brian day if that offense takes a step forward he actually figures it you know actually figures it out and limits the turnovers um you know just wanted to throw out some late round guys not just fully uh the early guys
1: so i think daniel jones we'll talk about daniel jones then we'll jump into a draft i think daniel jones is an interesting name to talk about because i do think he can be a league winner And, like, he can get you, like, advanced at a high clip. But my question is, is he a tournament winner?
2: Yes. I I would actually say yes because he has that type of profile that can produce 30, 35 points in a specific week. He has the rushing upside. He could, you know, theoretically he could run for 102 touchdowns and then throw for 200 and, you know, another two. Um It's not outside of the range of outcomes if they can actually take a step forward. Will it happen? You know, the probability is low, but again, it is in the range of outcomes.
1: I can see it. I mean, it's like a low probability, but that's the reason why you take those chances because everyone thinks it's a low probability. Right. And you don't have to drop Daniel Jones on every single team you're drafting. I don't even know how my Daniel Jones ownership is pretty low, but, As everyone knows, I've been taking a stand on quarterbacks, and I've been grabbing one or two early quarterbacks in most drafts because I'm looking for stealing upside from the position for a specific week. And that's week 17, week 16, just to advance me to where I need to be. So with all that being said, let's jump into a Best Ball Mania 3 draft because that's fun.
2: This is uh, my 50th draft. Ah, i saved 50 for the stream and we need 11 so we're gonna we're gonna need some help here
1: oh man well i guess that gives us a chance to talk a little bit more about some <laughs> league winners um anyways why don't you talk about that and i will um secretly jump onto the spike week account and send out a tweet
2: <laughs> yeah so uh, you know trying to think through um you know what me and eric preach is zero rb um, you know, trying to think of those handcuffs that could be truly tournament winners, um, guys that, you know, with an injury and the chaotic nature of the position, um, could take over an RB one workload, um, names that come to mind specifically for me, uh, Keontae Ingram, uh, Daryl Henderson, uh, even Sony Michelle in Miami. Um, and we know that that offense is going to be pretty run heavy, um, with McDaniel jumping over from San Francisco, um. Anybody kind of later um, that you know will see a significant increase uh, in price; those are going to be your tournament winners. Uh, and then for wide receivers, you know your late round breakout wide receivers, a la Danny, Gre- Danny Gray, um, John Mechie, um, anybody who you know can far surpass or even you know provide you those p- potential spike weeks later on. Uh, you know, think about correlations and whatnot. You know, think about what you can do at the end of draft, who actually can provide additional value. Uh, that's what I kind of see as potential tournament winners. It's going to be those off-the-radar type players um, that could see their their roles really expand uh, in the second half.
1: Yeah, I can see that with the Houston wide receivers, with Mechie. I, I like Nico Collins. I'm not, like, going nuts. So, I've been really drafting a lot more Chris Evans lately, too, from, from the Bengals. just. Yep. Not every draft. Um, I started jumping back over to DraftKings just to get some of those drafts in because I when the puppy dropped, I hadn't touched DraftKings. Their yeah. ADP is really interesting on some Crazy. players. Yeah. It just yeah. if you don't draft on DraftKings for like two weeks and you've been purely hammering underdog and or drafters or whatever, and you jump back over to DraftKings, you're like, what is going on here? Like stuff just doesn't make sense. And then you have the twenty rounds and you can take Evans in the twenty in the twentieth round. It's like this just this feels right. This feels I mean, like what I'm supposed to do.
2: I I love Will Fuller in like the 160, 170 range on underdog. He's going yep. two hundred. <laughs> Pick 200 on DraftKings. Like I can't stop clicking his name in like the 18th, 19th round. Like <laughs> Yeah, I'm I, so excited, or I'm gonna go back. So I'm so excited for these tools, just because there's no way unless you're importing each individual DraftKings roster um, into Dubner's tool to figure out what your exposures are. I'm so excited to be able to t- uh, to put in input those tokens and actually see like what I'm targeting, how I'm targeting, um, and yeah, it's
1: super excited. It's going to be great. That was like my biggest problem last year with DraftKings for sure was I drafted almost 150 for the for the big tournament and I had and I didn't when I started drafting last year to be completely honest, I wasn't expecting to draft as much as I did, so I wasn't tracking. Yeah. And then you get to a point that you just can't track. So
0: I we think uh, we got the influencer 101.
2: I think we got the influencer status. You got you got the glasses on? And they gave yeah. us 101.
1: Yeah, they saw the video last night. Um, <laughs> can you zoom in just a little bit?
2: Oh, that's their own screen.
1: That yes. would be nice. Um, yeah, so like tracking. Tra- I mean, like, because I like the tools you get on Underdog, like in terms, in terms of seeing your exposure and stuff. We're just taking it to the next level on Spike Week with our tools. Um, Lundar is asking, is the process... Pretty easy to upload, signed in OG. Are you talking about in terms of uploading to the Spike Week um, tools?
2: I it's believe be- he is. Um, I uh, I quick. I haven't actually used it yet. Um, we're on the clock, but uh, I'm, we're we're taking JT here. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go over. I believe Eric's uh, uh, put in a an article uh, actually on Spike Week, kind of explaining how to import everything or upload everything, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Right. It's, it's not terrible. As long as you follow the instructions, it's, it's not like a 30 step process either. It's relatively, um, it's relatively
0: easy.
2: Yeah. Um, Lundar, if you're in the discord, um, the general, uh, the general channel in the discord uh, actually has the links to uh, the article that Eric posted. Um, So quick, quick and easy to find uh, right in there. Um, And then obviously, if you run into any, you know, questions, concerns, uh, just let him know. Um, we're obviously working on it. You know, there's going to be bugs first day of launch.
1: Right. I mean, that's just that's without saying about like anything. You you get a video game and it has to have a day one patch. You know, so like, we just the goal is to limit that. So yeah. we are we're hoping it's not too, too buggy. I mean, I had a massive problem today with a company that's been around for 10 years. soundcloud absolutely dumped my entire podcast stream from my other podcast for four hours so they got the boot once that came back up we moved our entire stream over to a different company because i was not happy with the service provided by soundcloud on that so you know
2: yep yeah i my other job uh we did a podcast that we were kind of doing a live stream for um and You know, they had a customer support issue where they basically just had us on pause. We were like supposed to be live, like we couldn't connect with the audience. And they just left us on pause for like an hour. It was like, how are you going to tell us that we're doing a live stream when, you know, you can't really go about anything? Uh, But yeah, problems arise all the time. Uh, Things you can't, that are out of your control.
1: God, one day I should, on one of these channels, tell the story of... About 2014, 2015, I used to do a live stream for Dirty Water News, uh, which, if you're from the Boston area, you're probably familiar with it. And we would do it from the greatest bar in Boston, which is right near the TD Garden. And boy, oh boy, was it a nightmare because the technology just wasn't there yet. (laughs) And every week we would have massive issues in order to get online. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it, it, that's so far back, but some of you may be familiar with Mike Zakarian. He was on one of those shows before. I, I've known Mike for probably you know closer to fifteen years than not. So you didn't get the invite to the wedding, though. I didn't get the invite to the wedding. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get the best man. So Mike Zakarian, <laughs> thanks, buddy. I thought we were. I thought we were boys. We were in a home <laughs> league together. A home league. For a lot of years um, until he moved to another state. Uh, Adam Shockley is asking, How can you track your exposure on DK? We are providing that service with the Spike Week Premium Tools, which yep. is only $25. So, SpikeWeek.com. Trackers, underdog. Yep. All uh, the major sites. If
2: I'm not mistaken, you download your entries um, and can upload it, and it finds a way to uh, import all of the data. What what Hacker is doing is way, way above my my technical expertise. So I'm not going to tell you and sit here and tell you exactly what's going on. Um, But just know that they have it all figured out. All
1: right. Let's talk about our draft for a little bit. We bring up Travis Kelsey. He ends up getting drafted a little earlier than normal in the sixth position. Um, Also, I've been seeing Austin Eckler go top five a lot lately. I don't fully understand it. I guess I understand it in the aspect of like what he did last year. I just personally don't see him doing that again this year. It sounds like he doesn't want to do that again this year. So I'm staying away from Eckler around the current price, and I'm certainly not drafting him ahead of ADP. So that's kind of interesting to me.
2: Yeah, I mean the team, the team itself doesn't even really want that. They just drafted Isaiah Spiller. Like they right. want to they want to use him. They want to keep Eckler fresh. So uh, yeah, top 5 is definitely a stretch. I mean, I if he scores the touchdowns again, like yeah, he'll be up there, um, but it seems like they're kind of kind of reaching for straws there.
1: Right. So we are about to be on the turn here and we got Tyreek Hill off the board. All right, we're on the clock. Who are you looking at here? I love AJ always, Brown.
2: Always AJ Brown. Um, uh, and then I would be between Fournette, Javante, and Mike Williams. And I, I honestly, I could even reach for Pitts.
1: I was just going to say, what about Pitts? Because that feels like that would get this a little bit of a different build. Yeah. If you went with Pitts here. Because I would normally want to go AJ Brown. I would normally want to go Javante Williams. But I feel like I've done that team
0: oh, two all or three
1: time. times I, already. Absolutely. So. Yep. So it's like, how can we get different without getting crazy? And I feel like grabbing pits there isn't, isn't no, terrible. definitely not
2: out of the question. Um, I love that, that week 17 game anyway. Um, so if right. we want to grab one on the Cardinals, we can. And he's not coming back to us. So, you know, reaching oh, the six spots, you know, is definitely worth it.
0: Um, yeah.
1: But- yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to make it a point to, I, I've been saying it since the beginning of the year to, if I know they're not coming back to me. I don't mind reaching six picks, 12 picks, you know, 14 picks on a guy if I know he's not going to come back. So those are – and that's just – as soon as you do something like that too, you're so different than the majority of the teams that started from the one. We've gone over this before, but the one especially – is going with that hyper fragile build at like a ridiculous clip. Yep. it's Jonathan Taylor. It's Nick Chubb. It's Saquon Barkley.
0: Yep.
1: Rotate Javante Williams in there. Rotate
2: Fournette.
1: Rotate Fournette. Like you're getting three of those five. Yep. Um, now I'm starting to see a lot of guys do the the hyper fragile, but push it out to like the third round and the fifth round. So they'll go Javante. They'll go, yep. J- you know, J.K. Dobbins.
2: Yeah, and, and
1: that's a fragile build.
2: And like, say, say Jonathan Taylor repeats what he did last year, right? Which is probably low probability, right? He could, he'll probably still be a running back one as long as he's healthy. Um, but repeating the RB one, you know, probably a stretch. Um, but say, say he does, right? how many of those first place teams are going to be, are going to be the people that actually had pick one, like a lot of them, right? If he don't, right. if he repeats what he did last year, like he's far and away a league winner. Um, if they, you know, if the second, the two, three turn isn't absolutely miserable, they'll probably advance. You need to differentiate yourself in the playoff weeks because you're going to be going up against, you know, <laughs> what we have, uh, you know, 10, 10 teams with JT. All right. You have 17 picks to differentiate yourself, but, if you're grabbing the first three guys as most of the other people, you know, you're really limiting what's going to help you advance moving on. Um, It it just makes sense to kind of change things. And I think at the turn, uh, whether you're at the back end of the draft or the beginning of the draft, you know, you really need to try and get a little bit funky, Um, you know, take stands and get your guys. Like if, if you absolutely love Hollywood Brown and you have pick one, take him at the two, three turn. Because I guarantee you, it's going to be something that's less than one percent owned,
1: right? And it's not, and that's a guy that people are already a little gun shy on too. Like they see his, his ADP, and they're like, "Oh, fourth. I don't know if I want to do that." So they won't take him until he's right at ADP or mm-hmm. he slides a little bit past. They're not. He's not a guy. He's probably like one of those first guys that people are like real scared to reach on. You know what I mean?
2: So I'm starting to come around on Hollywood. Uh, you know, he's back with his college quarterback. Um, team's going to be good. They're going to throw a lot. Uh, NFC West is going to be in some shootouts. Um, so, you know, you're going to get those first six games and, you know, if they can really build a chemistry before D hop gets, it comes back. Like who's to say that D hop isn't already, you know, on his back nine uh, and Hollywood stays the number one.
1: Well, he can't, he doesn't even have to be on his back nine because Hopkins can just be the route runner.
0: Yeah.
2: Right.
1: And then, Hollywood can catch three balls for 120 yards and a touchdown. True, and you feel great about it. So,
0: yeah,
1: and then you just have Hopkins opening up a ton of stuff by by running just the normal routes that he runs. He doesn't have to run a go. I mean, Hollywood's going to take a lot of the deep stuff, you know. So,
2: well, he he does a lot of intermediate stuff too, uh, and over the middle. Like people think he's just kind of that deep threat, but he was used all over that offense for Baltimore, Um, and. If he, you know, drops are not indicative of, of future results, if he can figure out and catch some footballs, uh, the man's going to absolutely smash.
1: Yeah, well, let's hope that that <laughs> that sentiment holds for Tyree Kill too, because there's been
0: he
2: needs the quarterback to get the ball to him. <laughs>
1: right. All right, we are coming back up on the clock, and right now we have Taylor, AJ Brown, and Kyle Pitts. Ooh, we still got some, some fun stuff on the board here, but we're two picks away, so we don't want to tip our hand.
2: I was really hoping DK would make it back to us.
1: What are what are your thoughts? So I, I've
2: been thinking about this recently. What are your thoughts on DK? Um
1: let's talk about it
2: after our picks. So we're grabbing Judy.
1: <laughs> Judy's who I was looking at. Where else are you looking here?
2: Um I I think I prefer Godwin. Um, but I can be tucked into McLaurin.
1: I like Bateman a lot here too. I've been grabbing yeah. off. I'm, I'm so
2: Godwin. I'm definitely Godwin over Bateman.
1: All right, grab Godwin. So
2: Godwin, Judy's first,
0: but
1: yeah, so so we're gonna grab Judy, we're gonna grab Chris Godwin, a yeah. guy right here that I've been looking at, and this is more for like hyper fragile builds and stuff, probably for me. And I just kind of like was overlooking him the last month, two months is Cam Akers.
2: Yeah,
0: I can see that.
1: And I'm just, I haven't been taking him. And it's like, well, if he's a fourth round pick, he's actually first round equivalent on that. You know what I mean? So, like, he's getting drafted in the fourth round, but if he's going to, if he's going to hit his, his ADP, he's actually going to hit over it. He's not going to like be like worth, a six round at the end of the year, based on yeah. his performance. So he's either just going to completely bust or he's going to be like worth a first or second round pick. So my, my thought process with him right now is maybe I should be working him a little more than I should, because I've been overlooking him by yeah. like completely like he hasn't even been on my radar. And then I started thinking about the Rams are going to be one of the top offenses in the league. We've seen cam Akers take a three-down roll a hefty amount of the time, a decent amount of yep. the time. And if that's the case, and they're going to be in the red zone an awful lot, they're going to be on the goal line, yep. it's going to go to Cam Akers. Yeah. Like, a, a, you know, a decent amount of the time. He's just going to have opportunity after opportunity. And we saw what Daryl Henderson did with Healthy last year.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Cam
1: Akers theoretically should be better. Yes. And – Maybe we're not looking at Cam Akers enough.
2: Yeah. No, I, and I totally, totally understand that. So I was pretty heavy on Akers in the big board when his ADP was actually higher. Um, mm-hmm. I've been kind of uh, hitting the, the, the break a little bit just on my ownership. Um, and I think it's more because, you know, he's he did suffer an Achilles tear, um, which you don't typically recover fully. I think part of why his ADP is kind of depressed right now is recency bias. Like, he looked terrible in the playoffs. I don't think Cam Akers is that player. Like, I think he's a lot better. uh, But there there are definite uh, concerns uh, for him fully recovering from injury.
1: He just feels like a guy, right? We get to the
2: preseason.
1: We see him just absolutely bust off a run it doesn't even have to be like a a home run run it just needs to be a 15 to 20 yard run where he stiff arms a guy throws a jump cut in there or something and he's gonna rocket ship up the boards yeah so if you're taking cam Akers and he's gonna perform this is clearly the time to do it and i was thinking more how by fragile bills but he could be some sort I mean, of modified zero RB where you take him as your first RB wouldn't be worst-case scenario either. I
2: think my internet went out for a sec. You're back, though, which is great. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to swap over real quick.
1: And as far as DK Metcalf goes, I don't think that DK is going to be terrible this year. I like him. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be. That situation still needs to play out um is it drew lock is it baker mayfield is it jimmy garoppolo yada 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 and i like russ better than all those guys but it's almost like whoever goes there is just going to get the same opportunity that russ got yeah so dk's production probably shouldn't fall off a ton yeah opportunity might a little bit
2: uh so the way i'm kind of looking at it is like at the in the fourth round DK should be an absolute smash like he I'm going to bet on talent like he's talent wise probably a top five wide receiver in the league like yeah doesn't matter who his quarterback is if you have DK Metcalf in single coverage you're throwing him the football um (laughs) and if you don't you probably shouldn't be a starting quarterback in the NFL like you're going to give the man uh his 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 work um this is an interesting part of the board I absolutely hate it uh, I would be looking at Russ just for the mm-hmm. stack, uh, and I would reach on Iuke over these wide receivers.
1: Yeah, why don't you star Russ, and then let's just scroll scroll down a bit with the intention of grabbing Iuke. So you'd be looking at Gage. Yeah, so for me it would be – ooh, it would be IUK or Kirk probably would be the two guys I'd be looking at here. I know Kirk's a little down the board, but that's part of the whole – He's not coming back. Go ahead and grab IU. Yep. But just talking through this, um, I would even I'd be so. Up. I would be hoping
2: on this team to taking D Hop uh, as a bring back to Pitts as our fourth wideout, hoping that's, he isn't completely really trash. That's not oh, bad. I like that. Let's do that. Let's see if I can get it in. My my clock's all messed up, so it's not actually zeros.
1: Oh, look at you! You got it. All right, so we grab <laughs> yeah. D Hop. So right now we got Russell Wilson, Jonathan Taylor, AJ Brown, Jerry Judy, Chris Godwin, D Hop, Kyle Pitts, which is a pretty stacked team. If Godwin, I mean, this is this is also one of the if teams. Yeah, And it's if Godwin and Hopkins perform well when they're on the field and get back, you know, Godwin more so reasonable at a reasonable time than Week week seven on this team could be really, really dangerous currently.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um and, and kind of going off that, like you we, we need Godwin to not start the year on PUP. Or you know, we want it we want him back, you know, probably week one. Um yeah. just because of how heavy we're we're going wide receiver here. Um uh, obviously we have that Russ to, to Jerry Judy connection. Judy's also hurt right now. <laughs> we gotta hope he... He doesn't suffer any kind of setbacks, um, so this is this is definitely a it's definitely a hyper fragile team. Um, we're definitely going hero RB, but there there's definitely some question marks. Uh, but on paper, if you were to just look at this team, like you think it's absolutely stacked, right?
1: Yeah, I think I think we're going to be looking to push RB unless something ridiculous falls to us, and I don't really know what that could be at the moment. So.
2: I when have someone start... I've been looking at at the right around like based on where our next picks are. Uh, I have mm-hmm. someone in mind, um, just based on uh, their the the team that they fall on, right? get closer.
1: Do you, um, do you have a favorite team that you've? I don't know if you've gone back and looked at some of your teams, and my question is going to be before best ball mania. Have you gone back and looked at any of those teams from the big board or the super flex or anything?
2: Uh, Yes. Um, Kind of putting you on the spot. Yeah. (laughs) I I have. um, I use Dubner's tracker all the way through. Um, So Mm -hmm. I have all my big board teams in there. I have all my big board super flex teams in there. Um, I have a couple uh, FFPC teams, uh, the way too early best ball tournaments that I did. I have everything tracked. Depending on the format, each in their own individual Excel sheet. Um, So I have gone through and kind of scrolled. I wouldn't say I have like a favorite team, um, but that's only because I have over a hundred teams, right? So I'm just kind of looking through, kind of seeing what teams are already dead. Uh, You know, I already have I have a pretty decent amount of Calvin Ridley, so you know, unfortunately those those teams are probably going to die. But yeah, I mean. Depending on where you drafted, um, there there's a lot of value to be had. Um, each pocket of the draft, like we'll see with the puppy, we're gonna we're gonna look back at some of those puppy drafts and be like, how the hell did that happen? Right. You know what I mean? um, so yeah, looking through them, there's definitely some unique values. Like I have some Sky Moore eight, eight in the twentieth round shares. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's one of um, the big
2: ones. But I, I can't say I have a specific favorite though. No.
1: Yeah, I I didn't look through all my teams. I was just kind of scrolling the other night, and some of them kind of made me chuckle. I had one that I actually did a double stack on Jalen Hurts with Devonta Smith and Dallas Goddard. And then I'm like, oh, and now I have A.J. Green because he wasn't on the Eagles yet. So (laughs) now I just have the absolute Eagles onslaught. Love that. Uh, Jake in the chat says he likes the D-hop grab with Pitts there. It's unique. I agree. I do like that bring back. And did i so another thing that i hate in this last week is that MVS is getting steamed <laughs> up this board and yep. it is driving me bananas because 10th 11th round i was just MVS is all mine every every draft yep. he's my most um rostered player at the moment and it's I close to like 45% that.
2: Well that's awesome. <laughs> Cuz yeah, exactly. we I mean we've been saying it for how long like he's going to freaking he should smash. Yeah. Like, as long as he gets on the field and he's healthy, like he's going to catch deep touchdowns. Right. I don't know how many, but he's going to have at least one that's, you know, 75 plus yards.
1: Right. And as he did in this draft, he's starting to flip sky more and and yep. the ADPs. Which, so <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, that makes sense to me. So, um, we are on the clock in two more picks. And, oh, Jake is the one who snagged MVS from us. Not that he would have got back to us, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I am. I am a big proponent on MVS. So who are you looking at here? You were teasing somebody.
2: Um, so it was Damian Harris, um, it was Damian Harris just because of the team situation. Like, that team's going to run a shit ton. Um, yeah. I'm going to say we grab Brady because he's 20 picks past ADP and we have Godwin.
1: Oh, yeah, let's do that.
2: <laughs> that, that just seems like a smash. We're set at, We're set at quarterback. It's a different type of pairing because how many people are going to have Russ and Brady when they have an ADP of one pick apart? Right. Um, and then I'm interested to hear what you would like to do at running back. I like Kenneth Walker. I've been getting warm on him because they're going to use him. Uh, Like I said about Damian Harris, um, Kareem Hunt's interesting and Devin Singletary as well.
1: I'm a bit bigger on Damian Harris, and then I've been kind of going Singletary after him. But there's a a bunch of reasons I like Damian Harris just based on stuff that you just said in terms of the team. And even if he's not on the team at the start of the year, which I don't think is going to happen, but there is that little bit of possibility that he still gets moved. I doubt it happens. But if he does, he's only getting moved to a team that's going to use him. Mm-hmm. He's not getting moved to a team that's not going to use him. Absolutely. The only, the only caveat to that is whoever the back is that ends up in New Orleans.
2: Yeah. Well, and, they, and so I think with Damian Harris, like most likely a team's going to try to acquire him if they suffer an injury. Yeah. Or or you have Kareem Hunt who's suspended for more than they expect, right? Right, he would need to be suspended for more than the you know four to six games that they're kind of expecting for him. Kareem Hunt. What? No, I'm saying for da- for them to trade for Damian Harris.
1: I'm saying Kareem Hunt's supposed to be suspended. No, 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 Kamara. Oh, you said Kareem Hunt, and I was like no, really no, throwing Okay,
2: my bad. no, that, that was years ago. That was years ago.
1: <laughs> I was like, I was like, what did I miss? I was like panicking.
2: No, okay, Rob, I, got a lot, I got a lot on my mind. Things just <laughs> kind of slipped here. I've been trying to tell you, tease some things. There's a lot going
1: on. <laughs> no, I just I, I panicked. I should have picked up that I was supposed to be Alvin Kamara. So, yeah, yeah, I saw that they brought in David Johnson there today, too, which who cares to be honest at this point. <laughs> but somebody was saying that this might be tipping the hand that the Saints believe that he might be suspended longer than you expect. And it's like, well, what does David Johnson
2: bring to you at this point in 2022? He's a camp body. Like, yeah. they're bringing in a former name just to see what he has left in the tank. And then they're going to yeah. be like, well, we gave him no guaranteed money. Peace.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> what the Patriots did with the wide receiver position for eight years straight. You bring in, <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: You'd bring in this big name wide receiver that has no gas in the tank left. You'd be like, "Oh my God, he's gonna play with Tom Brady." It's like, no, it's it's forty five year old uh, insert wide receiver here. Was it Reggie Wayne one year?
2: Reggie one Wayne a year. year. Uh, Eric, Eric Decker.
1: Eric Decker. Um, Ocho Senko. Ocho Cinco was
2: obviously one.
1: Yeah. Um. Jake. Says uh, it, it was. <laughs> Jay grabbed Lance. He said, "WTF? I didn't want him, but you savages let him fall." We have two quarterbacks, sir.
0: We have
2: two quarterbacks, and if we so if we grabbed Ayuk instead of Hopkins, I would have said we grabbed Trey Lance. However, because he would have been unstacked and Brady was twenty picks past ADP, uh, it was a it was a pretty easy decision for me to to not take Trey Lance as our QB three.
1: I, I love getting the Wilson Brady um duo for the quarterback just for the reason you said they're usually right next to each other unless you're double tapping them at a turn you're generally not getting them together so
2: we, we would have had to take them there like and i i thought about it over hopkins or Ayuk, but i was like it doesn't really make sense for us um but yeah we're, we're getting close to two rounds of pick value like that's crazy
1: right and there's still option because i like i like to double stack brady there's some options coming up for that as well uh personally maybe i'm maybe i'm screwing us by saying that out loud but alas here we are
2: i got somebody i'd be oh never mind he's already been taken Robert, gronk, gronk already been steamed up the draft board he's usually going in the 120 range he went at 109
1: huh. yeah he was actually one of the names i was thinking of as well but <laughs> not not a big deal uh, we'll get through our picks and then we'll hit on some stuff that's going on at spike week this week this is it's like the biggest week at spike week that we're going to have for uh some time i mean not that we're not going to be cruising all summer and crushing it but this week particularly there's just a lot going on um it all kind of just worked out organically too we didn't know the exact day that the tools were going to drop we scheduled some other stuff for this week and just all it all kind of makes sense now so yeah
2: Putting our name on the map, I think uh, you know I'm 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 super excited to work for this company. It's uh, it's been a lot of fun these last six months. Um, but, You know we're we're really just getting started, so you know expect us to kind of ramp things up. Um, tools will really put us on the map and show us uh, or show everybody. You know we really take this best ball space seriously.
1: As as I wear these sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey we don't we don't have to be serious we just take the space <laughs> serious
1: that's true all right so why don't we take a look at who is available right now see what we're dealing with here we're good at quarterback
2: i did not see russell gage go um but i don't see him here so he, he's not there um rojo is interesting as a bringback. Right. i was just uh, looking at him
1: i Burks do think we good. want one wide, wide receiver here at least though
2: do we want to grab one? Uh, no, no, we don't want to grab one, deal. Uh Kenny G?
1: Kenny, I think Galladay is the play. Okay. I don't love it, but this is where – this is funny because, like, this is a pocket right, after we have the- Oh, yeah, we have, we have the we, double pick. Do we want to re-
2: reach for uh, Rashad White? Just hope he, he goes with Brady?
1: I'd almost rather have Ronald Jones as our okay. Kansas City bring back, to be honest okay. with you.
2: Yep, I'm completely fine with that. They could run for two, three touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I, I think that makes a little bit more sense to our team. So I think that's where I'd be going here. Um, now I have lost my complete train of thought about what I was going to say. but That's what happens. Oh, so the stuff we have going on at, at Spike Week this week, we have obviously our draft tonight. Tomorrow night I am doing the football show, and we will be drafting another Best Ball Mania team. And I will be doing that with Chris Spags, which is going to be a fun guest to have on. I love Spags that. is always good over with, over Zed on Splash Play. So that, that stream should be a lot of fun. I really enjoy Spags. I, I think he's got a great sense of humor for the space. Uh, a lot of people are missing that here and there. So he's always a good watch. Uh, and then we have all of our typical content on Wednesday and Thursday. Eric's going to have his two normal streams. And then Friday night, we are doing the best ball, Royal Rumble, which I think I'm releasing all but one of the names tonight. So it's uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Friday night is gonna be a lot of fun that draft where you're gonna have people rotating on and off. You know, some of the names that people know is Overzet's gonna be on that. Um, who else did we announce? It's Leone. Yep, Leonie. Who I announced last night, and then Eric didn't tag him in the tweet, which is fine. <laughs> he still saw it afterwards. You know,
2: the Banana Boys,
1: the, the Banana boys, Sean and Gretch, freeze frame. Coraine's going to be on on that stream. It's just it's pretty. St- I think it's pretty star studded in terms of like best ball content creators. So yeah. I think we put together a pretty good crew. Um, we try to get a couple surprises that didn't work out. It is what it is. I have a feeling I see this expanding next year. It should to be honest. It should. I think I think it's,
2: it's a great, uh, I think it's going to be a great thing. Um, and like you said, we're going to be able to kind of follow up and track it throughout the year. Um, so it's kind of a way for the the industry to kind of battle um, without, you know, underdog posting a stream or doing anything like that. I mean, we all talk about Scott fishbowl. Why don't we do it for best ball?
1: Right and what i think what i'd like to see happen is eric brought this up where we have a tag team division where it's you and a friend and a 12 person one who are the tag team champions we do an intercontinental title division we do a u.s championship or you know a tnt title an iwgp whatever whatever wrestling company you're into we start doing these spread out divisions with with um people from the discord and just you know, invite everybody. And yep. that's that's the long-term vision for it, but it's got to start somewhere. And that start is Friday night in the Best Ball Royal Rumble for the Spike Week Championship with the coolest freaking belt that's ever been given out in a fantasy football draft, the SWO title. Yep. It's awesome.
2: Uh,
1: my first... One, one of my first acts of officially working for roto grinders, which I don't even know if I've announced yet, but I just did was to, was to buy a championship belt on their dime and to open up this shiny, very expensive belt and to immediately spray paint it.
2: You did say, uh, you did give it to a friend who's a lot better of an artist than you. Uh, So it would have been funny if, you did it, and then you had to buy another one because you messed (laughs)
1: up. Listen, when you have friends that do things very, very well and for a living, you hand it off to them. Absolutely. And I have another thing that I think is coming out next week that I had one of my really good friends help me with. And it was a vision that I had that without him, I would not have been able to get it done because he's just – so well versed in this um space and i am not and that's about as much as i can tease because anything else gives it away but yeah, yeah i have plans and plans for the summer just trying to one-up everything that i do the week before in terms of making videos that entertain people
2: yeah that's awesome
1: and then i throw uh, something. These are to one one
2: pick away uh, i have yes. a couple people i'm interested in um, So I I would be, if this, this is me, I would take Rashad White and Alberto, um, take the double stacks. Don't have to worry about a thing. Done it. We're done it. We'd be done at tight end. We'd be done at running back and we can hammer wide receiver the rest of the way.
1: Yeah. I don't hate it. The only wide receiver I'd be looking at here is Chark. Uh, I mean, I like Osborne a lot too, but yeah. Yeah. I think we have to, the thing is we have to be run done at running back. We have to be done at tight end at this point. And uh
0: and, and I the I only,
1: the, sorry, the only counter would be if you wanted to take Chark, there is a, we don't have to do it, but there is another wide receiver that we could take for the double stack later.
2: There you know, is, there is. Right, but I'm, I'm open to it. Do, do you prefer Chark? Because I'm open to swapping it.
1: I don't know. I, I'm, there's days that I'm real big on Chark and other days where I'm like, he's going to be nothing. So We'll take the Albert O and we'll just see what we can get with wide receiver from here. I mean, our wide receiver, let's go through our team. We have Russell Wilson. We have Tom Brady. We have Jonathan Taylor, Damian Harris, Ronald Jones, Rashad White. uh, AJ Brown, Jerry Judy, Chris Godwin, D-Hop, Kenny Galladay, Kyle Pitts, Albert O. This is like a really good team with a A decent
0: (laughs) –
1: Yeah, and and a good wide receiver start that – now we are going to be doing four or five rounds of more of wide receiver. Oh yeah. So we're allowed to even miss on a couple of these wide
2: receivers that we already
1: took as long as we hit late too. Yep. So one thing is actually looking really good.
2: One thing that didn't go through my head that I'm realizing now. So when we took Kenny G is just uh, kind of that dart throw, mm-hmm. he actually correlates with JT. Um, so oh, JT, yeah. JT obviously plays for the Colts. Colts play the Giants week 17. Um, so that that honestly, I just like Kenny G as like a bounce back candidate, um, but wasn't yep. even thinking about it, you know, natural natural week 17 correlation. Go us.
1: <laughs> yeah, that works. So I don't hate that either. I didn't think of it myself. I was kind of looking more at that second pick and trying to figure out if Alberto made the most sense. And I have a ton I think Wilson might be my most um, rostered quarterback at this moment, just because I love where he's going and mm-hmm. a lot of times he might be my second quarterback based on who he's I take good. first. And if he and even if he's my first, I think it's great because I still think he's a guy that I can only I can still do a two quarterback build with as my first quarterback. so oh absolutely. So I feel like if you take him, you kind of are
2: like whether you're taking him as your first or your second, like you're staying at two. Because you're taking yeah. him if you're if he's your first, you're taking him to take that upper echelon elite type role. Um, kind of going in that, you know, top six ish quarterbacks. But then if you're taking him as your second, like you already invested someone in the first what, first six rounds, because he's a seventh round pick. Um, so you mm-hmm. you shouldn't be investing any more at quarterback. Yeah,
1: I think Jake Wells in our chat got Josh Allen and Trey Lance, which is also fun. He
2: did, uh, and I actually looked through his team quick. It's actually pretty nicely correlated, but mm-hmm. um, like like the ship chasers, we don't talk about other teams here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: cool. We'll we'll save it for the end of the draft. Maybe we'll yeah. gander. Going back to the Russell Wilson point, he's like we've been talking about. He's right around Tom Brady, and. Russell Wilson is a two QB build for me. And when I do Brady as my first quarterback, which has not been often,
0: yes.
1: I'm doing a three quarterback build around Brady. Interesting. And I, I know you're still investing a lot of capital into Brady to get him where you're getting him. But when I say I'm doing a three quarterback build, I'm my last two are late in the draft. So I'm doing that type of build. And the only way that I would be you know, stepping up a little bit is for Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Just,
2: just, are you, are you adding like one of those upside rookies in the 18th round in those three QB builds? Are you grabbing like, uh, you know, the Mac Joneses and uh, Zach Wilson's of the world?
1: Yeah. It's more so those guys. It's just, it's just me looking at it. Like I'll just take three statues. Yeah. If I'm grabbing Brady, I love Brady. You know, he's got, High upside, you can put up a 30, 33-point game. Yeah, But to be honest, you know, if I have – I just look at it. I guess I'm looking at archetypes, and once I get a statue, I think I need three of them if I don't have a guy with rushing upside. It's just kind of my thought process, no matter who the first quarterback is. So we are going to be coming back up on the clock. And
2: I had sent the sent the chat uh, about Robbie Anderson because I had seen he hadn't been picked, but he did not make it back to us. Yeah, uh, even though uh, he might uh, retire, what, what do you what do you take about this potential retirement for Robbie Anderson?
1: Well, I, well, I kind <laughs> of <B-B-I-E.
2: about>
1: <laughs> Yeah, I kind of joked about it on Twitter, but I I don't think like I'm way off on the fact that I think he got some news about who his quarterback's going to be. Or what the team's looking to do. And he wasn't happy with it. I don't know if you remember at the beginning of the year, but he didn't want Baker Mayfield to come to Carolina. Yeah. And that's kind of the rumor right now. Where, or
2: is he just like, I'm sick and tired of Sam Darnold. I've been with him my whole career. I don't want this man as my quarterback anymore. And he knows they're not making a move.
1: Right. It could be that as well. And that could be, and that's my point of like, instead of saying that Baker's going there, is that he got news about who his quarterback is going to be? Yeah. So and whatever the situation is, he's not. Or maybe he heard both, and he's just like, both of those options suck, and I don't like it. <laughs>
2: um. So yeah, we're 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 done at quarterback. We're done at tight end. We're probably done at running back. Um. Corey Davis is interesting just because he passed ADP. Um. I like Pickens here as well, just as a, a potential breakout in the second half. Um, and then Will Fuller would be my number three here.
1: I like Pickens for the upside, um, which is what I think we should be targeting yep. for our wideouts. And I like Fuller for the upside. Okay. So the only other guy is if we wanted to completely onslaught Denver. And I don't think there's a need to do it. I don't think there is either. To be perfectly honest. Uh, but some of these other names in this area are fine. There's a guy that I hope gets back to us. We'll see. We'll talk about that later. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, do you think this team is stacking? Is is coming out nicely? Got
2: three more picks, okay. right? I can't wait for Will Fuller to uh, sign with the Chiefs. And, oh, uh... that's
1: that's <laughs> what I wanted to bring up earlier. When when are some of these guys going to sign?
2: Like. So I'm trying to it'll avoid July. Camp. I think it'll be July. They're gonna wait until after mandatory minicamp, and they're gonna start. They're gonna they'll probably sign right before training camp. Yeah, there, there's no reason for them to be at minicamp right now. I mean, other for them like other than them learning the playbook. But like we know Odell, we know Odell can play. He doesn't need to be at minicamp. We know right. Will Fuller can play. He doesn't really need to be at minicamp. <laughs> Julio, you don't want him at minicamp because he might hurt yeah. himself.
0: Yeah,
2: so. <laughs> Like, there's just no reason for these vets to really sign and, and go through nothingness in June. Um, yep. They could just be, you know, living it up at the beach.
1: <laughs> that's that's fair. And with Odell, he can't practice anyways because he's injured.
0: Exactly. So,
1: um, yeah, so he could sign whenever. And that's what I was trying to bring up a couple weeks ago. I was like, you might not see Odell sign for a while because there's no need for him to. You could just have, like, a little – Handshake door hand, a little handshake <laughs> behind the door there, and you know, with the Rams or whoever he ends up with, which I thought was no chance. And now the more I think about it, clearly the 20%. salary cap doesn't matter to them somehow, and they just
2: make things happen. So well, and I mean how he's made money in his career. Like he really doesn't need it. <laughs> like he he literally has the luxury to just go ring shopping. And be like, this is the best chance and best opportunity for me. Like he knows, at any point, he could get a, a big contract if he's healthy. Like, why not go back to the Rams, be a part of him, Cooper Cup, and Allen Robinson, and you know, battle for another championship, Like try and win a second Super Bowl, show that you know you you're, you're fully healthy, and then get the next big contract next year. Yeah, that team,
1: that team does sound deadly. We might be. We might be. I know their like draft positions are high, so that's we're not really underselling the Rams.
2: I mean, they don't draft; they trade their draft picks.
1: Right. Well, I'm mean, I'm talking about like their ADPs for their players. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Like their their ADPs are high, and so we're not really underestimating the Rams. It's just hard to get them because Cooper Cup is you know two or three depending on what day you're drafting and then alan robinson is what fourth round
2: pick remember when he was going in the 90s yeah it was awesome
1: (laughs) yeah i mean but you can still get some of these ramps like because if like we were talking about with acres earlier if he's if he's a player that he's he's a good value right now yeah and i i like tyler higby as a tight end
2: oh yeah like me too
1: I've been smashing Higby. He's been my, my Ram for a lot of my teams just to just to get a Ram, exposure to a Ram, and it's so late in the draft. He's usually second or part of a three-tight end build, which is more than fine.
2: The hard part with the Rams is just, you know, if you do grab a bunch of Rams, like you probably need a Charger coming back because that game is most likely going to be a shootout, and the Charger's prices are just hard. So, yeah.
1: Chargers like, are real hard.
2: Getting a bring back outside of, you know, Gerald Everett is like really freaking hard. Um, even like Palmer goes a little bit earlier than he really should. Um, so, you know, you can, you can grab that Rams onslaught, but you know, someone's going to go heavy Rams chargers to start and then you're screwed. Um, so it, it they're an interesting team because they might just be one of the best offenses in the league. Um, but correlate, you know, that you're probably going to want that differentiating secondary stack, um, to really, you know, increase your first uh place uh probability, for lack of better words.
1: Brian Edwards in the 15th.
2: <laughs> I'm just kind of looking at this. Team. Matt Mack went before Deshaun, Matt Ryan, Tannehill Mills. I think he went before Zach Wilson. I don't let's, think Zach Wilson's been drafted.
1: Let's look at that team at the end of the draft, because I think last time we drafted together, we had a real weird team that got drafted. Yeah. And we were looking at it, we we're like, what's going on? I can't believe I, Bourne went after Bourne was the guy I was hoping got back to us, and he goes after us.
2: Like I, one pick oh, after us. I'm not mistaken, I'm I'm taking John Mechie here. Yeah, like he, he's, he's a steal here. <laughs> um and then this is not someone I'm advocating for, but Julio kind of makes sense because he's going to sign, he's going to be healthy, and he's a body for us earlier in the year.
1: I don't, I don't get the Julio hate at the 17th, 18th round. Like,
2: I just, I, I don't think he's going to be healthy later on, so he's not going to help you at the end of the year. So I'd rather take a stab on someone who's going to break out in the second half. However, with this team, since we have Godwin and D Hop who might not play, and then yeah. you have Pickens and Mechie who's both. You know, Pickens might not be on the field and Mechie might be injured and start on PUP. Um, yeah. we, we need bodies to start the year to actually stay intact. Um, yeah. So I think mean, Julio actually makes sense here. Yeah,
0: but I'm fine, I'm for most for of
2: my builds, like I'm staying away from Julio as there's other people I prefer. Um, you know, I'd rather take a, a stab on Visca. I'd rather take a stab on Romeo Dubes, Wandale Robinson, just for that second half breakout where, you know, they're a Monroe right they're posting 20 plus point weeks and Julio in the second half you're getting what a 40 50% snap share player because he's hurt he's fighting through injury
1: i mean if that's what he is uh, my my thing is like of all the guys in that back end that can get you close to a thousand with eight or nine touchdowns it's him yeah. if he just now again it's a it's big park it's a, it's a shot in the dark. And, but for me, it's usually he's my eighth or ninth wide receiver and I'm fine. It's not like we're drafting him in the ninth. And it it goes to the point that I keep making is it doesn't matter what team he signs with.
0: Yeah.
1: Once he signs his ADP is going up. Yeah. He could sign with Cleveland. He's not going to, but he could sign with Cleveland. Yeah. Which is like a very bad situation right now to be a wide receiver. In my opinion. And he's going to jump up at least two to three to four rounds just based on the fact that he's signed with the team. Yeah. So I'm grabbing Julio now with the, with the knowledge that once he does sign with the team, I'm probably not taking him again the rest of the offseason. Yeah. yeah I think that makes sense. You know, um, that's, that's kind of the way I look at the Julio situation.
2: Yeah. I, I, and I think, like I said, it, it kind of goes towards builds. Like, I'm building specific rosters where Julio makes absolutely no sense for me. Like I'm I'm loading up on four or five wide receivers in the first 6-7 rounds.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Julio adds nothing to me. This particular team we did that, but we grabbed guys that their prices deflated because Hopkins is suspended for 6 weeks. Godwin might not be healthy to start the year. Like that's the only reason why I am okay with drafting Julio because we know Julio to start the year, will probably be on the field.
1: This guy goes Cedric Wilson. I'm just intrigued by this. He had Byron,
2: Byron Pringle in the 16th. This is interesting, too. Like, well, I, yeah, I'm, Byron Pringle Pringle's usually available at the last pick.
1: <laughs> I am intrigued to look at this entire team. So um, let's go through our roster right now, because we can just add our last pick onto it as we uh grab them so our roster right now is russell wilson tom brady jonathan taylor damian harris ronald jones rashad white wide receiver we have aj brown judy godwin hopkins galladay pickens fuller Mechie, julio and tight end is kyle kyle pitts and albert O, which is i like this team this team an is awful awesome lot this is this team is
0: awesome team. <laughs>
2: And you know what's going to end up happening? We're going to look back at this in, like, November and be like, what the hell were we thinking?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, it's just – I had a team like that last year. I looked at it, and I was like, this is the best team I have, and I think it was dead five weeks in. I, I can't remember the team offhand, but I'm like – and then you look at some of your teams that advance. you're like, how the hell did this team even yep. get through? Cool. How did – who cool. scored points on
2: this team? <laughs> I did the first year best ball, best ball mania, right? When underdog was first thing. I had a team that made it to the semis and almost made it to the finals. And I look back at it and I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? I drafted four wide receivers. One of wow. them was Odell who got, who tore his ACL in week six. I had three wide receivers through the semis. <laughs> and the team made me crazy money. I was like, how the hell did this happen? It had, like, nine running backs. That is silly.
1: That's very silly.
2: It shows, like, how crazy this game and how, like, crazy a variance, like, it truly is. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you only need to get so little right, but it's so hard to thread that needle.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, Jake was wondering if Danny Dimes was going to go undrafted, but he did get drafted, uh, and that is Lund? his.
2: That's his second quarterback. That's awesome for the Bears. Yeah. We, wow. we are on the clock. Yeah. Um, did I see him get drafted? No, I'm going to say Terrence Marshall Jr. Um, just yeah, in case. Just for it, the bring back. Just, yeah, yeah, for the bring back uh, to our to our Bucks, and you know, I I still think Terrence Marshall Jr. is good. He was good in college. Um, let's just hope the coaching staff is was you know the reason why he sucked. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it was a
1: good team yeah it wasn't bad we went over we grabbed terrace marshall to end it um can we go back and look at that team after you name it the one the crazy one and then if anyone wants us to critique their team in the draft in the chat we will do that as well and then we're gonna get out of here to watch the celtics I gotta... and everyone in the chat it is your obligation to root for the celtics i will say that right now as somebody that lives in New England, and as much as I hate Boston, you are not allowed to hate Boston. What is I the, hate this? I hate the city, not the
2: not the team. All right, it's right here. All right. So the team that went crazy started Devonte, Mark Andrews, Nick Chubb, started pretty well, Zeke yep. Juju, Gibson, Hawkinson, Stafford, Carr, Penny, Pierce, Pierce. Joku, Mac, Brian Edwards, Byron Pringle, Cedric Wilson, Kenny Pickett. So it sounded like he actually started really well. Yeah, and then it just fell and off then the like, freaking rails. In what, probably the fourteenth round, he was like, "Oh shit, I gotta go," and just queued up a bunch of players.
1: Well, even before that, because if you if you scroll back, his team starts um, pretty heavy at at running back. Right? He's got Chubb. Yeah. He's got Zeke. He's got Gibson. Chubb, where? Zeke.
2: I'm going to go back to – I'm going to go to a different um, view. All right. We're going to do this and then – There you go. Yeah. It was this team, right? Yeah. So we went four, five, six, three. So he started Chubb, Zeke, Gibson. Right? And Chubb was the only one that was like a decent value. Then he adds Penny and Pierce.
1: Yeah. Which he already
2: grabbed three. Like I don't know why he he's grabbing Pierce, especially that early. Yeah. Yeah. His wide receiver three is (laughs) Alec. Yeah. Then he grabs 18th round picks early, grabs three tight ends, two of them pretty early in in Andrews and and then four quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, this is wild. All of them ahead of ADP. That's another (laughs) wild team. Um yeah, I don't know what to say about it. Let's uh Matt in the chat says he was next to us at the two spot. Let's mm-hmm. take a look at his team. We'll look at Jake's team and then we'll get out of here.
2: So Herbert Trubisky, a little light at quarterback, hoping Trubisky takes the job. Um CMC Acres, we were talking about Acres, Love that pick. Kareem Hunt, also a good pick. Naheem Hines and I love Gus Edwards at his price. It makes I've, been it been grabbing,
1: I've been grabbing a lot
2: more so Gus Edwards Gus lately. Edwards uh tyreek mike williams with herbert elijah moore Ross gage who was he went really early um mm. would definitely let him fall a little bit um you are reaching and he's not full of our stack so kind of a weird spot for him clay but, but just to counter that if
1: that's his guy we were talking yeah. about that he wasn't coming back to him that's it true. was it wasn't going to come back to him so if gage is who he wants then yeah
2: by all means
1: I'm fine. Claypool,
2: Rondale, he took Born again. I had ADP
0: mm-hmm.
2: end of the end of the draft. ADP doesn't really matter. I love James Washington over Tolbert. I think James Washington's gonna play. I think he should have played in Pittsburgh. Juwan Jennings. Uh, does he? Ha- yeah, he does have Claypool and Fryermouth. Um, I, I if I was this team, I would try to be looking a little bit more towards correlation. I guess he does have Acres as a bringback. And um, then who's Pittsburgh play? Pittsburgh plays Baltimore. Uh, I guess Gus, Gus Edwards as that that last pick. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's an all right I think the, the wide receiver core is a little shaky, um, specifically for me. Like, I think there are a lot of boom-bust guys. Um, so you kind of need those to be overlapping. Tight ends, fine. Um, quarterback, I prefer someone over Trubisky, but that's just me.
1: I'm kind of fine with this team. The only thing that I would have really done differently is that last pick, that Jawan Jennings pick, I would have either – I don't know who was left at quarterback at the time. I might have grabbed a third since it's my last pick um, if I was betting. Yep. on Trubisky as my second. Uh, I've been although, adding Corral although, in the 18th
0: round.
2: Yeah, as like, like, and he has CMC, so you have the the dump off uh, correlation there as well. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Juwan Jennings doesn't add anything to this team.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's not even my favorite 18th round San Francisco 49er. And the name is, is escaping me. Danny Gray. The other. Danny Gray. That's who I'm grabbing as my 49er in the 18th round. But I like the team overall. I just, I think that he could have shored up his quarterback spot with that Jennings pick.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, and, and Danny Dimes fell way past ADP. Like why, why are you reaching on Trubisky when, when Danny Dimes is on, is, is on the board?
1: Well, it's because he double stacked Pittsburgh, right? So that's just yes. all. It's just, I, it's just taking a massive. Might, bet. He might not start. Well, I agree. He's taking a massive bet. He's yeah. he's ma- he's taking that bet that Trubisky is going to be the quarterback for the season. So, like, if you're going to draft them, and I don't love it. I don't love
2: reaching for it though. Like, let it, let it fall to you, and you know, you you take it in the 18th round when when Trubisky's still there.
1: All right, let's go over Jake Wall's team real quick, and then let's get out of here. I think it's Snake Wells, if I remember correctly. All right. Where did he draft out of what spot?
2: He's the eighth spot. All right. Eighth. So two, six, has- and three. So it's a, it definitely an intriguing build. Uh, looks like he went zero RB with mm-hmm. both Allen Lance, Sanders, Singletary, Spiller, Carter, Price, which matches our in- two. Both both his running backs correlate. Um, and James Robinson late. I like the running back core as a zero RB build. Um, some of them can definitely increase their workloads. Uh, definitely a good good mix there. Chase Debo. Gabe, wait Gabe a minute! Is, wait
1: a minute! Wait a minute! He got Jamar <laughs> Chase eighth. Yeah. What the hell happened in this draft?
2: Let's look real quick because I didn't see that. I saw so I did see Derrick Henry at twelve, which I think was interesting. So CMC Jefferson Eckler Kup, Kel- Kelsey and then Diggs. So someone went Diggs over Chase, which is crazy.
1: I, I'm going to be doing digs over Chase, but I'm going to be doing it much earlier. Like, I'm not yeah. going to be doing it in that spot. I'm going to be doing it in, like, the, the two-hole.
2: Yeah. For You're going to get different I, if you have Chase at seven.
1: Yeah. I, I Wow. I mean, like, I guess you win just by default because you get Chase at <laughs> eighth overall pick. So that's phenomenal. Um, so he gets Chase, Debo, Gabe Davis, Darnell Mooney, Amonra. He gets MVS. He gets Khalil Shakur at the end to pair with Josh Allen. Henry Fan Ingram is a great three-man tight end. Uh, It's 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 a a real solid team. I I don't know. I just got blown away that that Jamar Chase went – Went eighth overall. I'm so jealous. It, this team is
2: really nice. Um, the one thing I'll say is he already has. So I know Buffalo probably will score a shit ton of points. And Khalil Shakur is probably a decent pick. <laughs> I would probably grab someone from Vegas with my with my 18th pick over Shakur. Um, and just you're you're kind of you're kind of reaching there in terms of you know what he can be. You don't need Shakur to go off. Uh, with you already having Harry and Gabe Davis, like you're already kind of investing in the offense. Uh, so might as well get a bring back if like, you know, who, who's there, uh, was the was it Tyron Johnson or um, DeMarcus Robinson, like someone who can catch that deep pass just to bring back your San Francisco guys. Like you, you took the bet on Debo, you took the bet on Lance. Um uh, just someone that can kind of add something. Like I don't see Shakur being the guy that's adding 25 to 30 points in a week. Um, You know, he, he's just not that type of player. Like he's more consistent. And if he's playing like Gabe Davis is probably not playing.
1: I think if we're going to get that nitpicky on it, the way I would have done it. And he got James Robinson at a really good value in terms of where he normally goes is I probably would have grabbed a wide receiver there and I would have grabbed Zamir White is just the way I would have done it.
2: Nope. That's fair.
1: So, I mean, if we're really looking, but that, but again, you have a 30 second shot clock and you're trying yeah. to think of these things. So this is very much, you know, 2020 20 hindsight on our part yeah. is the way I would say overall. It's a, it's a fine team. Yeah. No, uh, team, looks, like, team. looks like Stevie was in the draft of this. So glad you were here as well, but we cannot do any more teams. We got to start yeah, go. watching some basketball. So sure. uh, anyways, thanks everybody for joining us. We will be doing more drafts all week. It's going to be a fun week. Join me and Chris Bags tomorrow. Until then, peace. (laughs)